The gospel of Jesus Christ is the solution to the woes of man. How much of it you know, determines how well you reign in life. Join us. At Shepherd's Love Worldwide, opposite top radio, circle across, as the man of God, Apostle Johnsburg, takes us through sound teaching, and instruction in the word. Shepherd's Love Worldwide, making Christ prominent, in our generation. And now, the man of God. For now, Galatians chapter 3. Thanksgiving is coming. How are you preparing for it? Thanksgiving won't be here. Some people don't read. Seriously, you'll be shocked. There are young people who don't read. Like, they don't read, though. That day, they'll call you. Ah, you say, you say where, where is it? Hey! Last time, I shared a book with us. I don't know whether people have got it. You see, there, there are, there's a volume of wisdom in books. Don't be like the generation that does, it's just social media. All their money goes into data. If somebody should show you the data you have bought with your money, you'll be shocked. Buy books, buy books. God has given people wisdom to write books. Buy books. Leaders are readers. Buy books. Read books. Read books. It will change your thinking. As we are studying the word, there are people God has chosen, giving them books to write. There's a book, if you are in business, I shared it with you, but I don't know whether you have bought it. Business Secrets from the Bible. It's written by one rabbi, rab, or rabbi, Rabbi David Lapin. It's a very good book. Business Secrets from the Bible. Very good book. Business Secrets from the Bible. You are in business, you don't have a book like this. You are just doing buying and selling. Know some tips. Know some tips. So it's a good thing. Galatians chapter 3, please. Can we have the message Bible? Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 3. Hey, Pastor, what book did you mention again? I said Business Secrets from the Bible. It was written by Rabbi Daniel. Yeah, Daniel Lapin. Daniel Lapin. L-A-P-I-N. Business Secrets from the Bible. That's the name of the book. It will help your business. It will help. If you have not even started, you can buy this book and be reading. I don't know the author. <laughs> so that you say, hey, maybe you're not going to market in a book. No. We'll pay a small fee for the book, but the wisdom, you can't pay for it. Anyway, so Galatians chapter 3, verse 1, we are welcome once again. You crazy Galatians. Hey, last week I was telling you something that Apostle Paul was handling churches. Most of his letters, in fact, if you have the paper Bible, you'll see that the letter of Paul to a certain place, maybe to the Galatians, to the Corinthians. So they were letters. Now, the Bible, eh, because we have it all put together in a book, you may think that chapter 1 and chapter 2 are, is just the same thing. It happens the next day. So sometimes it's not like that. Especially when you read in Genesis, you see that God came to Abraham and God said this to him. The next time God said this, it didn't happen the next day. Some of them, yes. But because we have the book, you can just flip to the next page and then, uh-huh. So, most times, Apostle Paul will write letters to address issues that were in the church. Or he will write letters to teach them about something. Now, 
I told you that one of the churches that were very stubborn was the Corinthian church. Hey, this church, the church of Corinth. Hey, Jesus Christ. Very stubborn. Why? Because that church, there were people fornicating in the church. There were people fornicating. So I told you one day that me, I don't vouch for people who, like when it comes to a certain limit, I can't. Because I don't, I'm not in your house. I only believe best things about you. Like, the Bible says, whatever things are true, think on these things. So I think on true things. But to say this person will never do this, hey, it's too big for me to say. It's too big for me to say. Because you don't know. I'm, I'm not the spirit of God. So I can't tell. But I just believe that, no. You are, you are always doing the right thing. Now, but the church of Corinth, they had so many problems. Hey, I said one guy there, he has stopped fornicating. He had gone beyond it. Now he was sleeping with his own mother in the church. Then they had other people who were now, the communion, it was like first come, first serve. The communion was a big food for them. Others came and ate the communion early and left. But in all these things, Apostle Paul will write to them and will correct them in love. He never used harsh words. But then this church in Galatia, as for them, their issue was that they had stopped listening to the gospel and they were now listening to another gospel. Do you know that there, there, there is another gospel in the system? Three days ago, I saw a video. People want to, people want to talk about everything. They want to, they, the Bible said, always learning, yet they are never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Always learning. They are always learning, like the Pharisees. Always learning something. But they are never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. It is, it is not difficult to know what somebody knows. For example, if you go to a church or an assembly, right, it's not difficult to know what they teach over there. What, even from their songs, you can know what they believe. Once they start a song, you just know that, hey, once you hear, yeah, you should know something. Because you know that, ah, your friend, your friend, I know about. So who should we believe, you or him? These things is yes or no. Jesus said, I am with you, even to the end of the age. I am with you, I am with you. Then somebody says, oh, when we call you, come. When we call you, come. You should know. Hey, pastor, you are controversial. That's how the truth is. The simplicity of the truth, it will make you look like you are somewhere. Everything you have something to say. Everything you have. So, now, these people, they had, they had left uh, the simple truths of the gospel. You see, the simplicity of God is his power. The simplicity. The, how, how simple it looks is what carries the power of God. Is inundated with power. There are scriptures and that look like, like for you see, the Bible didn't say, for God loved the world that he gave his son. He said, for God so loved, the, the soul there is too great. It can change a lot of things in your heart, in your mind, to know that, ah, he doesn't love us. He so loves us. It means he loves us the last drop. It means he loves us greatly. He loves us immensely. Oh, what a God. Now, so, they were listening to another gospel. So, I said three days ago, I watched the video. People are saying many things. Oh, 
If, if your church is a social media church, you will not grow. You will not grow. So, now, I saw a video and then there's a program. One woman will call some people who will come and be controversial. Come and say things. Hey! And this man was sitting there and, you know, they are playing the World Cup. So the person said, the World Cup is demonic. These things, they have troubled a lot of people. You see, people, hey, so what, what should we even believe again? Because this person is saying this. This person is saying, what, what, what heaven? The heaven Christ should take itself. <laughs> so the person said, he, he read the scripture in Revelation. I think Revelation 5 or Revelation 6. The abomination of that evil woman. Then he said, the woman, the Bible said, she, she has Babylon. She has, she has a golden cup in her hand. Hey! That's, he has a golden cup in her hand. He said, that's the World Cup trophy. And if you don't take time to study the word, you'll be tossed to and fro. You'll be tossed. You, it, it means, the Bible says you'll be tossed by every wind of doctrine. Every teaching will come. It will be like it is true because you heard Jesus. But you don't go back and see, ah, what really does the Bible say? Does it match? People have listened to teachings, eh? Now they, they, they show them the dresses you wear. You see, you're, you are born on Tuesday. So Tuesday you have to wear blue. Because according to the divine calendar, those are the terms. In the supernatural. When I wasn't born again, me, do I never go near those people because, ah, what is this? So I always think, mm, you guys here. Me there. Me, God knows us. I'm in this world, but I'm, I'm doing my thing. He should do his thing. I've not come to destroy his work. <laughs> I'm on my lane. He should mind his business. <laughs> now, so, he said, uh, she has a gold cup in her hand. So that is the World Cup trophy. Hey! And anytime they are playing football and they say, go, it means they have scored Jesus. You see, these are the things that people listen to. It may look like, oh, it's revelation. I told you, in the university, and people, one day I met somebody, he said, the world was created in November. I said, okay, me, I'm a November born, so, if, if, I said, okay. Then he said, he said, the world was created 17th. He mentioned this, I said, okay. The man was created, the, he said, man was created the following Friday. Hey. Hey. And I'm like, hey. So, this thing you are telling me, how will it help my work? <laughs> Let's say it is true. How will it help my work? One day somebody said, God has seven brothers. God has seven brothers. <laughs> God has seven brothers. They say, hey. So, there are, there are many people. Now, another gospel is, they have, they have begun with Jesus. Then they move to their strength. That's what that one is common. Hey, many people have believed in Jesus as the Savior. But they are trying to merit their salvation. They are trying to work for it. When the Bible says, work out, they are trying to work for. And I always use the gym example. When they say they are working out, the muscles are already in them. Nobody ever went to the gym and bought biceps. And it's work out. 
is the more they apply it, the more what is already in them comes out. So the more, the more you make up your mind, the more you take the word, the more you, you work with the word, the more what he has already worked in you. So I said, possession is not the believer's issue. It's manifestation. God is already in us. Now how to manifest them? So I said, when you look at the, the believer, the believer's character and his personality is an oxymoron. Your English language, if you remember, lit literature, is an oxymoron. It means that they are, they are two opposites. You can't judge his personality with his character. Because as for his personality there, he's saved in Christ Jesus. But he may be behaving some way. But it doesn't mean he has lost his salvation. I've never met anybody who lost his salvation. I, I want to meet somebody and say, how, how did you feel like, how did you lose it? Like, how did you know you have lost it? Or you felt something leave your leg or what? <laughs> Relax. The Bible said he is able to save to the most. This Savior, he saves and saves completely. Jesus is the Savior like no other. Jesus and Jesus alone. So this church had moved to another gospel. Very soon we'll look at it. Listening to another message. The Bible has already prophesied in the end times. You see, be on the good side of prophecy. Because there are good prophecies about the end times. Like one is that the knowledge of God will abound. He said the knowledge of God will cover the earth. As the waters cover the sea. Now, there are other bad prophecies too, which will happen. He said, the ears of many will become ticklish. So they'll follow anything. Now in the church, if you can't prophesy, people will not come. So it puts pressure on the man of God to say what God has not said. Because if you, the, the guy is just coming to see how his business will work. He's just coming to see whether he's married. That, that's all. He just wants to travel. You can see somebody in church. Oh, you, you can see visa on his head. <laughs> he just wants visa. He just wants visa. The last time I went to Achia, that, that's my last time. And I told God that from that time, even if an angel should come and tell me, go to Achia, let him be a case. <laughs> because the suffering, suffer, suffer, and I'm assuming I've left there. Now, if I want to go and wait on God, I'll go and wait on God on a nice place, like Anakazu. Nice terrain. Then I'm enjoying it. But first, Charlie, we'll go to Achia Mountains. Those days when we are fasting, we, let's say we fast today. No, we are not breaking. It means the whole day. No food. Then we'll break the next day, 6 p.m. If I ask some of you to do it, you will complain. Pastor, my mother said. <laughs> Pastor, actually, like one day, full day fast. Then the next day till 6 p.m. That's what I said. One day when somebody said, this boy, they just came. I will laugh. You don't know. You, you don't know. You are just saying what you have seen. You so, we'll go there. I went to Achia. The last time I went there, I saw a lot of pictures. Hey, pictures. Of, if people knew their pictures, are there, I'm sure they'll be annoyed. With. People's pictures are at places. You know, they have, they have made places like the Miracle Center. So, the bush, they have put chairs around it. People go and pray. And then the people's pictures that they have put a nail on it in the tree. So, so it is like Akwako is a, a, like a, uh, abosum, sum, star, we say buga buga. 
Namie takina do one takina on ye. That's the kind of Christianity they know. That's the kind of Christianity they are used to. So they have moved to another message. Another message. And this church was a classical example. As for them, Apostle Paul started with an insult. The other people who were fornicating and all that, he was correct. Don't you know your body is the temple of God? Don't you know that the spirit of God is in you? Don't destroy God's temple. That's to the, the Corinthian church. Even though they were doing things that today's elders will say, hey, you are all mad. Don't associate with this one. Don't do this. Ooh. Ooh. But when he came to the message, Apostle Paul said, really? Look, so let's begin. Galatians 3.1. We are reading the message Bible. You crazy Galatians. Crazy. Did someone put a hex on you? Did someone put an, a hex on you? Have you taken leave of your senses? Hey. The man of God wrote to the church because they were listening to another message. Apart from what he had preached to them. You see, and this other message you were listening to now, the church today they are plenty. So if we were to come now, we would have written to several churches, <laughs> several of them, because the same thing they were doing for which reason he wrote this. Oh, many are even doing it more now. Many are doing it more. They talk about Jesus, then their works. Jesus, then nice, it's about them. We'll see it. Have you taken leave of your senses? Something crazy has happened. For it's obvious that you no longer have the crucified Jesus in clear focus in your lives. His sacrifice on the cross was certainly set before you clearly enough. You saw Jesus crucified. Enough. If the message has been preached to you for you to see. Jesus didn't go and act Christmas Easter film. Easter movie. Jesus went for the redemption of the whole world. Now see verse 2. Let me put this question to you. How did your new life begin? Remember, when any man gets born again, it's a new life. It's, that is why you must be taught. That is why you must learn this new life. You see, you can't live a new life with the old thinking. So the Bible says, renew your minds. Renew your minds. How do you renew it? With the word. The word of God is what will change your thinking. The word of God is what will help you to become accustomed to the new environment. You see, it's a new life. When anyone gets born, it's a new life. It's a new life. It says, how did your new life begin? It's a new life. It's a new life. When you got born again, your ear didn't change. Your eye didn't change. Your height didn't change. Your body didn't change. Your spirit changed. Because it's spiritual birth. I've been using King Godson. The very moment I was at the hospital that day when he was born, the very moment he came out, even if it was just a minute ago, you can't put him back. He will not go back because the system of the woman has now changed. There's no way you can say, oh, see, see, I know free about it. No, 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 no. Ah, Michelle, in nine color, no, I have brown, name corner, and white. No, 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 it can't happen. You see, the things of God, and the Bible said we can look at the physical and understand the spiritual. He puts, he puts 
physical birth. He made physical birth possible so that when we are talking about being born again, you see it, you understand. Oh, if it's like this in the natural, then spiritually this is how it's happening. You understand? So that, for example, you have not seen water before. Imagine this world without water. Do you know that you can drink the nicest juice and still be thirsty? You can drink the, the nicest tea and still crave for water. You see, what will satisfy that, that test is not the tea. It's not the drink. It is water. So imagine a world without water. And then the Bible now says Jesus is the water for life. Is the living water. How will you know? But because there is natural water, and what natural water does is unique. So you know that, hey, and the crystal, so what it does for the spirit is unique. Imagine a world without bread. Bread is universal. Every country. Just is, it changes from country to country. The flavors. But it's universal. When you go elsewhere, the day some of you will travel, you may not take the bread they serve. Because you'll be looking for sugar bread. And you realize that they don't serve that. They, say, they serve something bread. But it's still bread. Now imagine that. Imagine that there is a world where there is nothing like bread. And we read in the Bible that Jesus is the bread of life. How will you know? One of the things I said at Mr. and Mrs. Lam in their engagement was that the word of God is what? Is bread for everyday consumption, not cake for special occasions. It's not cake. You see, cake there, we only eat it once in a while. But you see, bread is for every day. Some of you over here, every day you buy bread. Or every three days. Every three days you buy. Like one of the things that, when did they cry? You take small bread and some tea. Every day, you, if there is no bread at home, now we won't eat it. So it's a daily thing. We eat it daily. That's why we can read when we say, ah, it's everyday thing. As for cake here, it's something you can live without. Some, some of us, or if it's not birthday, you will not eat cake. You not eat cake. And there's nothing wrong with it. But you can't live without water. You can live without juice and things for some time. But as for water, it's a daily thing. So imagine a world without all these things, and then we tend to read it in the, in the word. We'll be saying, ah, how does it look like? What is that? But we, we've, 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 we've experienced the natural ones. Now when we read of it in the Bible, we know that, ah, this one is bigger than what we have been experiencing. You get it? Now, so, now come. When a, when a man gets born again, it's a new life that he has received. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. He's a new creature. It doesn't matter what you have been thinking about him. Paul says, how did your new life begin? Was it by working your heads off to please God? Was it by what? Working your heads off to please God. That is what many people are doing even today. That the church of Galatia were doing it, trying to please God. But the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith. You see, they are trying to merit it. Me, I always say it. Some people may not like it, but me, I, when I was in SHS, the SU people didn't look attractive to me. Because they looked like it was God, for, God was from their hometown. 
Hey, one of our friends wanted to give an SU lady a hug, and she said, she and <laughs> Sir Derek said she's the one who street uh, who who sweeps the streets of heaven. <laughs> and you know the do you know the do you know the funny thing? Now we got to the university, and then our home. That same lady, I once chanced on her somewhere. A certain lady, who, there's this brother I know, and one brother who is our friend. So these two people, they share one room. And then one day I was going to look for the friend. So I, I went there, we knew that the guy had brought the lady to the room. And the guy, he would openly tell me everything. Because I'm also. So we went to look for the guy, we were intentionally knocking. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, they were quiet in the room. They had locked the door. Hey, 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 hey. They, they were quiet. Then after a long while, he came and said, he mentioned the guy we were looking for. He said, he's not here. No, I knew I'd be a diner. <laughs> then we went, we went, and we came back. We mentioned the guy's name. Hey, 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 hey. Then he waited out, then he came and said, oh, Niho. Okay. After everything, later, the guy was chatting with me. He said, man of God, the church, eh, I, I'm not active because when I go there, I bring the, the ladies home and come and sleep with them. This lady, oh, several times. But in SHS, this same lady, it was like, oh, heaven or so above What am I saying? Some of them, that's how they, they, it's like, it is for them. You see, it is grace that has saved us. We are saved by grace, not of ourselves, not what we have done. There's nothing we can do that will outdo what Jesus did at the cross. There's nothing. Nothing. All we have to now do is to believe in his finished work. He is the one who screamed, it is finished. And we believe in that scream. We know that he said it because he knew he had done it. So he says, did your new life, he says, was it by working your heads off to please God? Or was it by responding to God's message to you? So there are two methods. One is what? Working your head off to please God. And the other is what? This is faith. Responding to God's message. You see, the good news we preach, asempana yekano, all we say to men for to what believe. And then they are saved. Believe and be saved. Believe and be saved. Believe and be saved. Not come and do and be saved. Not come and do. Many are in this first bucket, trying to work their head. So every day they are frustrated. It leads to frustration. Every day you realize, ah, it's like, ah. Sometimes they say, today, today, they, I think I'm good enough today. Tomorrow then, ah, I messed up. Ah, another day. So now they become, Charlie, I can't do it. I can't do it. And truly you can't do it. That's why you need a savior. Truly you can't do it. Even David, the man after God's own heart, couldn't do it. And I say, you after God's own leg. You want, to, you want to do what? So, was it by working your hands up to please God, or was it by responding to God's message to you? Next verse. This SU thing I've said, hey, when we close, some people will message me. Hey, seriously. But I've said it, I've said it. I've said it. Sometimes when we close, people say, this thing you should have done, this thing you should have done, they are watching. <laughs> they are watching but get on with it get on with it get on with it are you going to continue this craziness hey 
It means it's a big deal to listen to another message apart from the gospel. It's a big deal, Papa. It is craziness. That's what Paul, Paul, Paul said, craziness. Hey, like the way we have been sharing this word every day, and then suddenly you have changed. You say you don't listen to this. Oh, this thing is too sweet. This thing is too nice. I want the one that's, uh-huh. The one that I was standing, I was saying, I'm the one doing it. I got saved yesterday. Do you know how, how I worked? I really worked for it. I worked there. God said, my son, you are working. Be saved. Be saved. Be saved. Be saved. Be saved. Come on now. Take it. Look, are you process is craziness. You see, the gospel is too simple. Too simple that you may think that. Ah. So the Bible said, when they preach these things to the Jews, they say it is foolishness. Foolishness. To the Greeks, foolishness. To the Jews, a stumbling block. Because, ah, somebody came. I didn't ask him any question. He died for me. Why? And he died that I should believe in him and enjoy the goodies in him. Ah! What is this? What kind of, what kind of post-kaya thing is it? Did I ask you to do anything? And I should enjoy the benefits that comes as a result of that. It's too simple. I want to, I want to use my own blood. So that I can know that one who did it. Paul calls that craziness. Craziness. Any message that does not rely on Jesus is a crazy message. And any, anybody who believes that message is crazy. That's what Paul, I'm not the one saying it's Paul saying it. I'm just repeating what he has said. Crazy. He says they are crazy. Crazy. Are you going to continue this craziness? Look at this. For only crazy people would think they could complete by their own efforts what was begun by God. Only crazy people think they can complete by their own efforts what was begun by God. Ah, what God is doing. So listen, I always tell people salvation is God's business from start to finish. We only come in to believe. That's all we come to do. Salvation, the, the reason why many people are frustrated is because they have listened to a message that makes them feel we have to do. We have to do. So the more they keep trying, the more they keep failing. The more they keep trying, the more they find out you can't do it by your strength. The more they keep trying, then they just give up. Last time I said, somebody said, Father, I know I'm not worthy to be in your presence. So why are you there? Who are there? Who are there? Look, only crazy people would think they could complete by their own efforts, what was begun by God. Last week we said the strength of sin is the law. Anytime the law is preached, you may think you are introducing fear. You are introducing holiness, but you are, you are giving sin the power. That's how it is. When you say, don't go here, don't go here, don't go here. Oh, they would like to go and see what is there. That's just a natural cause. Paul said, I didn't know what fornication was until I read it in the law. I didn't know until I read it there. I said, oh, okay, it means to go and sleep with, oh, then. Look, if you weren't smart enough or strong enough to begin it, how do you suppose you could perfect it? Please, everybody must see this. This is too powerful. He said, if what? Let's all read together. One, Go. 
So you can't add to what Jesus has done. Anything Jesus didn't complete at the cross cannot be completed. Anything. So that is why he said it was a complete work he did. It was complete. Even the authority we have, we have the authority because of him. It's not a different authority God has given to us. If you were not strong enough or smart enough to begin it, how do you suppose you could perfect it? How? If you are not the one who could start it, how can you finish it? You are not strong enough to start it. How can you perfect it? You see, so we come in to fully what? Rely. The Bible says, look to him. He is the author of and finisher of our salvation. You, we, we just come to look. It's too easy to look. If somebody walks in now, as you are sitting looking at the, the, the altar, somebody comes in, go, 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 go. Your hands will turn. It's, it's involuntary. You don't, need, you don't need so many jewels. Energy is measure, measured in jewels. You don't need so many jewels to turn. You will see that the curiosity in you will just make you what? Turn and see who is that. And the Bible says that's what we should be doing to Jesus, looking to him, looking on, look and live. You know the song, I have a message from the Lord, hallelujah, and it's only that you look and live. It is recorded in his words. Look and live. That's all, look and live. When the serpent was biting them in the wilderness, and Moses went to God, all God told Moses was make a bronze serpent, lift it on a pole, Anyone that is beating should look. When they look, the pain is gone. So uh, that, was, that was a picture of Jesus at the cross. Because Jesus came and said, Jesus said, as Moses lifted up the serpent, so would the son of man be lifted. And when I'm lifted, I'll draw all to myself. That's the verse people use for worship now. Because in the paper Bible, they write, when I'm lifted, I'll draw men. But there is no men. So the Bible must be steady though. So they say, brothers, let's lift Jesus up. As we lift him up, he said he will draw men to himself. So let's lift him and he will draw men. Brothers, lift him, lift him. Jesus was saying else. He was talking about redemption, not us singing in church. <laughs> he was saying, Senior Moses, time is seen. Because those days, the cross eh, is too heavy for them to carry it up. So even in the film, you see that they nailed them on the floor and they used ropes to, to lift the cross up. So Jesus was saying the same way is happening in those days when the bronze serpent was lifted. One day is coming, a day is coming when I will be lifted on the cross. When I'm lifted, I will draw all. He will draw all the sins of men, all their frustrations, all our, our issues, sicknesses, he will take to himself. Didn't you see that suddenly the one who was the loved son of God, the heavens opened and said, this is my beloved son. Now on the cross, he said, you are forsaking me. So the beloved son was forsaken and then the, the failing world became beloved of God. Jesus took our place that we would take his place. Simple, simple message. Paul says, if you don't believe this message, you are crazy. You look, if you weren't smart enough or strong enough to begin it, how do you suppose you could perfect it? You can't add to what Jesus has done. 
You can't add to it. You can't add. You, you cannot add. You come in just to believe what Jesus has done. Next verse. Did you go through this whole painful learning process for nothing? This teaching we have been teaching now, uh, only to come and say, oh, I think I, I got to do something, yeah. I got to do something. Like, I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, I got to work out things, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm striving, striving. I'm going to strive. I'm going to strive, you know? Strive. Then those people, when they come, the way they, 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 have, they have made themselves sniffer dogs when it comes to sin. They, sinful people. Sinners. That's how the Pharisees behaved. Anywhere they go, they, 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 they don't have an issue. It's always a. The Bible said Jesus, Jesus was talking to the Pharisees. He and them they always fight. He gave it to them. Uh, the next verse in, in the book of Luke. The Bible said, All the sinners drew to him. All, then drew all the sinners to Jesus. And they said, Ah, look, this man receives sinners. Jesus, the friend of sinners. Jesus. What kind of love is this? Last week, when he gave Peter the testimony of plenty fish, Peter said, depart from me for I'm a sinner. Because he, what kind of... Hey, whole night, no fish. You just spoke a word and our net is breaking. Leave here, leave here. Don't come. It's, they didn't think that God could be so close to man. But yet God became man in the form of Jesus to receive men to himself. And men don't want this. Men don't want this. Men want to now eat it. So people say, ah, I did it. But no one can do it. That's why Jesus came. No one. Jesus, did you go through this whole painful learning process for nothing? It is not yet a total loss. But it certainly will be if you keep this up. You are not there yet. But if you keep going the way you are going, then you have wasted time learning the truth I taught you. If you keep going like this, if you keep giving your ear to other messages which are not Christ-centered, other messages, how to do this, then he say, ah, mm -hmm. you listen to the thing now, and then you'll be like, ah, okay. Mm -hmm. He said, last time Lady Maureen was sharing a story with me that at their workplace, somebody was arguing, he's a pastor in a certain church, he was arguing with them. They were talking about salvation and all that. The pastor said, hey, how can you say you can be saved every day? Like, you have to be saved. Like, it's a daily thing. Hey, you can lose it. And now they were trying to show him scriptures and all that. He was looking at it like, you guys, you are children. You don't know what is happening. Like, then he said he, he would look at them, laugh and shake his head. He was like, you see, it's like if in his mind, his assistant God. <laughs> like, in his mind, like, yeah. He and God, they are one. I look at these people, sinners. You are here saying, ah. It's amazing. It's amazing. You see, the Lord, the Lord breaks the hardest hearts with the weapon of his love. The hardest hearts. He uses his love to melt it. Look, if you continue like this, you will be there. Next, next verse. That's what Paul said. Next verse. Answer this question. Does the God who lavishly provides you, oh, 
that the God who lavishly provides you with his own presence, his Holy Spirit, working things in your lives you could never do for yourselves, he do these things because of your strenuous moral striving, because you trust him to do them in you. Does God lavishly provide for you? Does he, that the one who gives you his presence, the Holy Spirit, working things in your life, it means from this verse you can see God is for us. Like God is for us. God really wants us to chill. God wants us to enjoy. Can you know that somebody, you see somebody, was they look all mobile, mobile. Like, even if you are wearing a nice dress, you can see suffering in them. Yeah, you can see, like, you can see the guy coming is Amani Hunu. When you, when you look good, you say, hey, you have drunk the wine of the world. Some marry women and make them villages. Yeah, make them because you say, hey, it's, if you poor see. Make up if you poasi. Watch if you poasi. Kawakra washi if you poasi. Everything if you poasi. So you know, they don't wear earrings. You know, they are like men. They are competing with the aged. Meanwhile, she's 26, 27. Because of, you see, hey, false prophets, eh, they are dangerous, but false teachers. They are more dangerous than false prophets. Hey, wrong teaching, what wrong teaching will do to you? You say they are crazy. Hey, wrong teaching eh, is more dangerous than false prophecy. Wrong teaching. Go and see somebody. Somebody is not going to a certain place on a certain day because he has been taught. And it's so difficult to correct it. Somebody is not eating something because he has been taught. Hey. For so many years. So when you are coming with the truth that God has blessed all things to be received with thanksgiving, you say it's not true. God didn't bless it. I wasn't there. God didn't invite me. <laughs> hey, false teaching, I, I said false prophets, they are dangerous. But false teachers, they are more dangerous. Hey, because you can be in the dark for long and think you are in the light because of wrong teaching. And others are you, 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 you saw this evangelist who has been singing. Did you ever listen to her preaching before? Oh, this woman. This is our evangelist here. You don't know her name. No, not evangelist, the other one. The one who sings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, did, did you ever listen to her preach? It's like now her eyes have opened. Now she dresses the thing she was rebuking her and things, she's doing it. And now she came out and said, Ah, so now she was in bondage and she thought. You see, what the Bible tells us, what the Bible tells us believers, it says we have the chance to all things, but not everything will be beneficial. So there are something me I cannot do. Yes. Yes, so it tells us about moderation. So that we won't say that because we can dress, so we have come to church naked. <laughs> All this side. And they come and sit in front. One day, one day in, my, in my former church, one day, one lady came to sit in front. She liked me. Oh. 
she will sit in front. She said she, she has not, like, seeing a young guy who is passionate like this, you know, it's nice for her. That's what I always tell you, pray for me. <laughs> because, <laughs> seriously, this is my a friend who says, this free scholarship. Free scholarship. She was in front, opening her leg, everything was there. I was preaching. And I was talking about Jesus. <laughs> hey! And I, hey! And I was talking about the blessedness of Jesus. And I was just say, you know, Jesus, look at him. Look at Jesus. <laughs> you see, but it doesn't mean any of that. But it doesn't mean that I say, oh, to honor, when you now, then you say, oh, if we suffer in this world, we'll enjoy in heaven. Hey! Master, get up, look good, look nice. Put if it's only one dress you have, wash it. Put perfume inside. You are the one Jesus died for. Look, look at yourself in the in the mirror and say, You are going somewhere. You are going somewhere. Look, he says that the God who lavishly provides you with his own presence. Oh, lavishly. It means we don't have to beg for his presence. Oh, am I correct? Yes, sir. We don't have to now call him to come. He provides lavishly. He's there. As we are here, if I'm to pray, I say, I know you are here with us. He said, he said, anywhere even two or three are gathered in my name. He says, there I am. You have to take him at his word. He lavishly provides us with his presence. So why do we now for it? Your friend, why? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Your friend, why? Yeah, bro. He's providing it. Ah. Ah. You may sing all these things and have goosebumps and things. A goosebump. Oh, look at my body. Oh, I was a cray gummy. He provides, you see, his word is bigger than your feeling. His word is bigger than what you are feeling. The God who lavishly provides, Layaka, lavishly. So I tell you, even if you are in the kitchen cooking, he's there with you. If you are in the washroom, you are releasing some dangerous flavors, he's there. He's there. You see, there was a time in my life, eh? Most of the things that I learned from scripture, I learned it in the washroom. That's where I find peace. I go and sit there with my Bible. I can stay two hours. I'm just reading my Bible. Because you see, washroom, there nobody can come and enter. But every other place, somebody will invade your space. Somebody, when you live in a big house, if somebody is coming, you are in the room, somebody is coming here. So, so washroom there, once they knock and they see somebody is there, they just go. Anywhere you go, he is there. Anywhere, you know, you carry his presence. You see, you, we don't serve a God who is stingy with his presence. He says he lavishly provides you with his presence. Who, what is his presence? His Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. This is what Jesus said. I'm going. I'll send another person, another comfort. He is here with us. So you know, that, that's, you see, one of the things to do is to practice it, practice it, practice his presence, practice it. I know you are with me. I know you are with me. It's like, like you, you, you hear most people, any small thing, I do it a lot. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy I know, I just try, you are there. I know you are there. I know, I don't want to feel you are there. I want to know it. You are there. 
Even when I don't feel it, you are there. You are always there. The friend that never leaves. Look, the one who gives you his Holy Spirit, working things in your lives you could never do for yourself. Doing things you could never do for yourself. Does he do these things because of your strenuous moral living? Does he do this because you are moral? You see, morality is not the gospel. Morality is not the gospel. You see, some preach the gospel from the point of what morality. Hey, judge your mambo. Obao shesket. Hey, then okay, Christopher die. It is you see, wrong wrong teaching will produce wrong living. Right teaching will produce right living. You see, God transforms men from inside to outside. Religion wants to transform you from outside to inside. So they say, hey, what is it? Hey, yes, Uba. Hey, there were days that when you listen to this kind of preaching, then fear will grip you. Then you quickly take your phone and delete Sir Kodye. All these your songs. You delete it. You look for the, the song that I come to do. <coughs> I want to spread my love. Hey, now eh, now eh, anywhere you pass, you that like it's too visible to be ignored. Anywhere. Because you are on Facebook watching a video, that's that's a song. You are here doing this, that's a song. And I wonder, so the church, how are we also? Pushing the gospel like everywhere. So that in case you're also scrolling something, they'll meet 30 seconds. The same way we also meet their things. I want you to say, no, no. And I don't know, I was asking lady, my mother, ah, why are they coughing? So, you mean like where? It's one I want to mean to you. Wakuma, Betiato. Wakuma, wakuma. Your left ventricle, it will come out of your mouth. <laughs> Look. So, morality is not the gospel. Religious and moral studies is not what Jesus brought. Listen, but the gospel will produce righteous living. Because you must first know you are the righteousness of God to live righteously. To live in righteousness. You must first know. Religion, I said, I'm saying it again. God transforms men from within. And that is true transformation. God changes. The Bible said the more we look, we are what? We are changed. We are being transformed to look like what we are looking at. To the same image. And it happens from within. Do you understand? But religion, it wants to force the transformation from outside into you. So, right, right teaching will produce right living. And wrong teaching will produce wrong living. That is why I said false teachers are more dangerous. Many of the things you do is because you were taught. So, imagine you are being taught the truth of God's word. You are seeing who you are in him from the word. You will see that you, in no time, as you give your heart to it, you start living it. You start, some decisions will now come. You say, no, 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 this, this does not fit me. 
This does not fit the daughter of the king. Even how you talk, it will change. Because you now learn in the word that, he said, let your speech be seasoned with grace. That it will impart grace to the hearers. Those who listen to you. Now, if you were the type that never said, thank you, God bless you, you will now be saying it. You are the type always bitter. Joy will find a way into your heart. So, he transforms you gradually with his word from within. Now, he asks them, does he do all these things because you are moral enough? Oh, hey, there are, are unbelievers who are well behaved than some Christians. But he doesn't make them saved. Because salvation is not a, a, a reward for morality. There are, some, there are some unbelievers and they are well behaved. They are well behaved. Like you can look at them and say, ah, this is a gentleman. But only Christo. But only Christo. They are well behaved. There are some Christians and they have destroyed the whole town. There are some Christians, they have destroyed the whole town. But my, my, my grandfather would say, was say defense, no? Was say defense. Like, <laughs> anything that happens, you say, oh, I can't say defense, no? There are some Christians like that. Hey, hot tempered. Everything you find is in them. But they are still saved. Now, what we are doing is working on their character with the word. Oh, assume it will give your heart to the word. Like, oh, and we are praying for them that God will transform their heart. But they are unbelievers. Eh? Anything, thank you. Yes, please. Yes. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Yes. Yes. But it doesn't make them saved. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So, you see, the gospel will make you live right. Mm? But morality is not the gospel. That's what I, that's, it says, does he do these things because of your strenuous moral striving? Or, or because what? Oh, you are the only Or... So, there are two things. Thinking that it is your moral stand or because you trust him is the latter our trust in him our trust in him you see when we when we talk about this they think hey then they are sleeping with all the people in the church or maybe hey then they are like this but it doesn't it doesn't mean i should not tell you the truth you can see it for yourself it's not because of our morality it's not how moral you are it's the trust that have in Jesus. And you see, the gospel can change the worst of men. God changes the worst of men via his word. Via his word. The worst. The, you can say this guy, a dangerous guy. Have you not seen some people who, who got the gospel and everybody said, hey, this guy. Hey, this guy. Or this lady. Hey, this lady too can become like this. Even for some of us who have become pastors, they say, hey, this guy can become a pastor. This guy. I said, my nickname was Ice Cream. That was my nickname in SHS. Ice Cream. When, when, they, are, when they, are, they are worrying you, then you pull your collar up. Then Ice Any small thing, say J J B. My shame is spikes. <laughs> it means I'm ready to run. And then all their worship songs, we will turn it into love songs. As they are singing in the chapel for Jesus, which we are singing 
for ladies. Challenge. So people may look at us now. That is what the word of God does in any man. All the word of God needs from you is for you to believe it and then give it time. Give it your attention. My son, incline your ears to my words. It will change you. The word of God will find a way into the cortex of your heart. Day by day, little by little, helping you small, small. You are growing. Later, some of, sometimes a transformation and you may not even notice it. One day you say, ah, really, this thing is gone. But religion comes to you and wants you that moment. Ah! When Jadera yes, Ubashi is here. I told you the story how one day I was at Makola with Lady Jemima, and there was a preacher around sharing the word. Charlie sweating profusely and holding his megaphone with his big face towel. And where we were was a ladies' zone. So she was buying some ladies' items. And I was the only guy there at that place. Or every other person, they were ladies. And she was trying to try some things and all that. And I was very tired, so I was relaxing on one of, you know, they have sacks. I was relaxing on one sack and just looking through my phone and waiting for her. Because going somewhere with women, if you don't have time and patience, if you go and do, if you go and do, I'm the pastor, I'm the pastor, you won't worry too. Because there's no anointing for marriage. <laughs> if you don't have patience, we can leave home 8 or 7. We say we'll come at 10 or we'll come at 11. It's a lie. It's a lie. We'll come home 4, 4, 5. Because everything doesn't fit. Or if it fits Christ, not how they want it. Hey! And I'm like, Jesus. Because as for me, once I can see that, I say, oh, it's, it's nice, it's nice. Let's go, let's go. I think I like it. The guy with me say, oh, Ahana is him. So, but ladies, it's not like that. So, you need patience. So, I was relaxing on the thing and waiting. And then this Osofo was preaching. He was preaching and he got to our side. He got to where we were. He was still preaching. Then he said, Abrantia. I was the only guy there. Abrantia. Giant nightclub, no? Giant Sanum, no? And wow. Giant nightclub. Every Friday, we are now see nightclub. Yes, Uba. Giant, wow. I do because I say, and I'm looking and I'm thinking, hey, I'm the only guy here. I'm the only guy. But you see, with your message, you think that because I'm a young guy, I'm doing what young guys do. You don't know me. I'm, I'm a pastor. I just kept quiet. He kept giving it to me. He kept giving it to me, giving it to me until he left. And he came back again. It's because of their message. So it's like they, they look at you and they give you a message. But the gospel doesn't look at anyone. It looks at Jesus and gives a message. One message all the time. Believe and be saved. Look. Because you trust him to do them, aha, uh -huh. next verse, I'll be closing soon. Don't these things happen among you just as they happen with Abraham? You see, we are Abraham's what? Seed. Don't, so the Abraham believed and he became father of faith. He received. We are his seed, so we can't do something different from what our father did. 
We said Abraham's blessings are ours. Look, he believed God. Abraham, oh, he did what? He believed God. And that act of belief was turned into a life that was right with God. That act of belief was righteousness. That's it. That's what the New King James says. By believing. So we receive righteousness by believing. This is what makes the gospel too big. Like, ah. You mean I don't have to do to be righteous? I have to believe. Yes. Because this time, what was, what was present in those days was the righteousness of men. Men always trying to do. God had seen a lot of that. And he said what? The righteousness of man was what? A filthy rag. So do you still want to have a filthy rag? So he gave us what? His own righteousness. So the Bible says, seek ye first, Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his, that people say, and it's. Pay attention to the Bible. Pay attention. Like, be, be somebody who is very attentive. On the street, you hear, seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. But that's not what the Bible says. If you like, you can open it there and see. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his, his, his righteousness. His righteousness. So not your, your righteousness. This is what religion does. Religion wants to, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his. You hear people say, it's, it's, it's. The, the fact that a lie is popular does not make it the truth. And it's righteousness. The Bible says, his, seek whose righteousness? God's. And this is what he has presented to us in the gospel. In the gospel. So, the righteousness of man up to this point, which was a filthy rag, all generations that came. So, God now brought his own. His own cannot be changed. We can't update his own. His own is best for all situations. And it will outlive every generation. Look, he says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Become born again. And he says, and all these things. He was talking about feeding, clothes, what we wear and all that. He says, all this. We have a God who wants to care for you. So I always tell you, allow yourself. Allow God to care for you. Back to what we are saying. Let's read two more verses and close. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Don't these things happen among you? Just as they happen with Abraham... He believed God, and that act of belief was turned into a life that was right with God. Abraham believed and received what righteousness. He believed, and then that act of believing became what? A life that was right. He believed. He didn't do. He believed. In in Chi, we say Ojidi. He, he literally he took and ate. He, he took and ate. He believed. GD, GD, that's all. GD, GD. Only believe. Only believe. Jesus now says, if you can believe, all things are possible to them that believe. Only believe. Only believe. It's very important. That is why men who go to hell are not people who wore trousers. Men who, people who go to hell are people who didn't believe. We were telling them they didn't believe. They are the ones who joined the devil there. Nobody will go to hell and they say, hey, make up. Oh, yeah, make up. Make up for them. Ah, oh, oh, braid. 
a twist or any coetino coetino. Ah, oh, 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 People will go to hell because the Bible says that the light came and men loved darkness. For God did not send his son, John chapter 3 verse 17. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him should be saved. He says, people will go to hell because light came and they said, oh, we, we like darkness. Oh, we like darkness. Only believe. Abraham believed, though. So his seed also have to what? If you, you truly are Abraham's seed, you can't go working when the man himself believed. Because you are not the man, you are his seed. How it's happening to Abraham is how what? It will happen to us. Next verse, then we close. Is it not obvious to you that persons who put their trust in Christ, not persons who put their trust in the law, are like Abraham, children of faith. Is it not what? To you that So wait, it means there are two things. You can either put your trust in Jesus or what? What is the law? Moses in Mansemono. The workings. Hey, nowadays, yeah, we don't preach the law, crying the churches. So, all those people. He says, people who put their trust in Jesus, not persons who put their trust in the law, are like Abraham, children of faith. So, when you put your trust in Jesus, you are like what? You are a child of faith. When you put your, your trust in the law, who are you like? You are a lawyer. You are a lawyer. You're a lawyer. If the law was sufficient enough, why did Jesus come? You see, that's true. It didn't work. That's why Jesus came. The Bible said, if the law was, was sufficient enough, then Jesus died in vain. Ah, because why is something already there and you are coming? You just allow it to run. You see, if, if there are two kinds of people. One group have put their trust in Jesus, and the other group have put their trust in the law. There are people who hear the way they take the law as if they are Israelites. <laughs> Meanwhile, even to begin with, the first point that will discourage you is that you, you are not an Israelite, so why are you fighting for something? You are fighting for the law. You see, it doesn't make sense. It's like, it's like you live at Bawi. You are, you are praying, every prince of Persia. What is Bawi? Every prince of Persia in my life. Because you read it in the Bible does not mean it applies to you. Because in the Bible, you will see what demons said there. You will see what God said there. You will see what men said there. You will see what angels said there. That's why we read the Bible in context. So that we know what belongs to us. Because when you open your Bible, you even see Lucifer also say something. They wrote it. So if you, gone are the days where, I don't know whether they still do it. Some people just open their Bible. They say, Father, talk to me today. Then they open the verse and they read. And they say, that's the verse for the day. You are not serious. You are not serious. You are not, baby, I hate you. Baby, I hate you. Father, talk to me. Then you open, you will die. This is, that's the verse. You are not serious. You are, you are not serious. 
Now, I'm latest. I will be assumed. I mean, what they So, there are people there. I said, Hey, you find them. You are from Ghana. You are taking the law that was written to Israelites. Oh, as if you are from Israel. The way they can defend it, eh? Last time I saw a video, somebody said, If you don't go to church on a certain day and you go on Sunday, you have lost your salvation. You, you, you are not even saved. Hey! And come and see how he was preaching to them. He said, eh, until Saturday you have to be in church. Because Saturday is Noah's Ark. Saturday is Noah's Ark. He said, Saturday is Noah's Ark. So Sunday, the Sunday for no me, no me lose your salvation. Now Saturday, Noah, Pam Dakano. So you have to be here. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, Jesus. I said, False teaching is dangerous than false prophecy. Uh-huh. It's, it's dangerous. One wrong teaching can mess you up for life. Hey, you said Saturday is Noah's Ark. And those people, they don't eat many things. They only eat tilapia. Yeah, they don't eat many things. If you bring pork now, they say, hey, because of this and this and this. Ah! That's what Peter was doing. They were not eating many things under the law. One day, Jesus, God used a vision of the things they were not eating. He, he showed that to Peter. He said, Peter, kill and eat. He said, hey, not so, Lord. Not so, Lord. The vision came three times. Then he said, how can you call what God has sanctified unclean? Unclean. As Omar, God was telling him, I'm sending you to the Gentiles. Those people, they were not part of Israel, like us. We are from Ghana. We are not, we are, we are not Jewish people. We, are, we have become part of God's family as Gentile believers because of grace. Seriously. But you find some Indians behaving like Moses was their uncle. He left the thing in their house. So, do you know, we have to take Pam Daka. Even that one could not save. We were in church. When we read that, we have left Sinai. Mount Sinai, that was scary. We have left there. He has brought us to Mount Zion. To a company, an innumerable company of angels. The city of God. God is happy in Zion. God dwells in Zion. He said, God dwells in Zion. The streets are safe. God at your rescue, at your help from the dawn of dusk. He said, from, the, from dawn to dusk. Look. Those who put their trust in Christ. So there are two people. One puts their trust in Christ. One, those who put their trust in the law. There are two different people. Though. Hey. Law. Moses is Oh. The truth is, even before Jesus went to the cross, Moses appeared to Jesus. Elijah appeared. Moses signifies the law. Elijah, the prophets, they all, came to, they all came to submit to Jesus. Then he went to the cross. Peter said, let's build three homes. One for you, one for Elijah, one for Moses. Jesus said, oh, no, no, no. God said he was transfigured. Jesus is Lord over all. The Sabbath is not Saturday, Saturday or Sunday. Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath. The rest, the rest is Jesus. Christo. That is what you come, I'll give you rest. The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. But you see other people, man has become for the Sabbath. 
When you talk, they say, don't talk. This and that, I'll be done. You will see messages on my phone. <laughs> but it's the truth. I can't help it. It's the truth. Else men will be in bondage. You see, God's word liberates. There is liberty in God. But the religion has crippled men. You'll be shocked. The guy is so educated, but religion has crippled him. Craziness. You, I said, religion can make an educated person and be kneeling down to statues. <laughs> the guy has BSC, BSC marketing. <laughs> but yeah, the statue too, I see. He can't see that this, this God is not a statue. He is in you, Otiwumu. When you are telling him Otiwumu, he said, no, he's the statue. This statue that have been molded. It, it, Solomon built God a temple. He thought he had done the super thing. God left there and chose to be in us. Don't you know your body is the temple of God? You see, you, I said, religion can make the guy who PhD holder. What about you? Listen. When the truth is that the, the man is in, he lavishes us with his Holy Spirit. Who is in us? Working things for us. He's in us. He's in me. Last verse, verse 8. We are closing with verse 8. Thank you, verse 8. It was all laid out beforehand in scripture that God will set things right with non-Jews by faith. God will do what? Scripture anticipated this in the promise to Abraham. All nations will be blessed in you. It means God knew ahead of time. So he told Abraham, all nations will be blessed in you. Ahead. Because he knew a time was coming. Men will relate with him by faith. So when he saw the first man to use faith, he said, oh, good guy. Good guy. In you, all nations will be blessed. So Because of this. Because they said it's not sanctified. You don't eat, I don't eat pork with me. I don't, hey, you are missing out. When I get pork and drink, the way the anointing flows. I mean, you think God is from your hometown? God is the monarch of the universe. You will go somewhere one day. I pray that God will give you an opportunity to travel. Eh? And then you will see that culture is different. Hey, the culture in Ghana is not the culture. Lady Rabat told me something. I always remember. She said, the day she prepared jollof, she had to call her roommate in the UK. She had to call her, her roommate to come and taste. The roommate said, mm, what is this? She's here. She said, your roommate said, mm, jollof, oh. We have to beg you to eat jollof. Hey! Our delicacy in Ghana. I'm sure if you go somewhere with okra soup, with your crab and willy, mm. the same way they also be eating their food and you may say, mm, what is this? So that is culture. Culture is man-made. Culture and religion is man-made. But Christianity is divine. What God brought is divine. What Jesus brought is divine. It outlives. It's bigger than any culture. You go somewhere and see that you, you are shouting. And I remember, and you see, in some countries like Scotland, men wear skirts. 
you will go there and say, hey, all this people, they are living in sin. You, God is not from Ghana. God is not from Ghana. Have you not realized that? When I was young, up to now, anytime Black Star is playing match and it's penalty or something, people are praying that God, sometimes, so the other country, this. <laughs> so the other country, is it that day God hates them and God loves Ghana? You know, you know, there's a teaching that has been worked into your heart from childhood. You think God loves Ghana. Like, of course, he loves Ghana, like generally. That's what I'm saying. But when it comes to, like, Ghana in another country, you think God will choose Ghana? Let's put football. Oh, God. God will choose Ghana against Uruguay. But you don't know that they are kneeling down and telling, oh. God bless you. Amen. Amen.